Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Kate Faulkner. Hello, hope you're okay. Thank you for downloading today's podcast on Wednesday, June 21st. Our top story today, residents in several Kent villages say they've been left in shock with a number of bus routes set to be scrapped across the county. Stagecoach and Arriva say since the pandemic, there's been a drop in passengers and a rise in running costs, which is forcing them to make cuts. Among those to go are services 1A and 1X, which will no longer stop at Y, cutting off travel options for people who rely on the buses to reach hospital appointments and students travelling to school. A spokesperson for Stagecoach says providing services in the village has become commercially unviable. We've continued to provide a commercial bus service at Y for many years, but since the pandemic, passenger numbers have fallen away and there's no longer enough bus use in the village to support a regular service. It's a difficult decision for us to make because we know the impact it may have on individual people who use the buses, but without a funding stream to underwrite the cost of running the service through Y, we cannot continue to provide it. By making this change, we can help put our service offering on a sustainable footing and refocus our available resource on maintaining core bus links in the area. We remain absolutely committed to working with the county council to find solutions for communities where commercial bus services are unviable. Other routes which are being scrapped include the number two between Ashford and Tenterton, which will leave Bethesden, High Holden and Great Chart without services. Changes to the number 16 service between Hythe and Canterbury has sparked uproar. Stagecoach wants to make it a Folkestone to Canterbury route only from September 3. Plenty of people, from residents to local MPs and school head teachers, are urging the companies to reconsider the cuts, but Stagecoach and Arriva say the cost of living is forcing them to make some difficult decisions. It comes as a government minister's been in Sevenoaks to announce £16 million of funding to improve bus services across Kent. The cash will be given to the County Council to help speed up journey times and reduce fares for passengers. Roads Minister Richard Holden spoke to Kent Online. It's going to mean two big things. Uh, one is going to keep those... Uh, fares, particularly for young people, uh, which is a very popular pass here in Kent, able to keep those frozen for a long period of time. Uh, and secondly, it's going to be looking at where we can make significant improvements across bus routes as well. Um, and it's a, an extra £16 million on top of the £19 million Kent got in its first tranche of this funding last year. Uh, but what we've done in this round as well is we've put some flexibility in so that um, they can use some of the money to also protect existing bus routes as well because we know there's been a lot of pressure on that over the last few months. Overall it'll provide another £1.5 million of total flexibility to Kent uh, for t- but it's really up to them to decide uh, what they want to do and how they work with operators on it. I think the key thing is that uh, I want to see people uh, being able to get the bus as a really positive uh, choice and option. And uh, but yeah, it's it's it, it, the the uh, the full breakdown of what's going to happen is down to Kent uh, and the, the local authority here. But I just hope that they'll work closely with operators to ensure that uh, routes are maintained and crucially, especially for young people, uh, those prices are kept down as well for those season passes. Things have changed with the pandemic. We need to be realistic about that, you know, with a drop-off in bus numbers. But what I want to see is those uh, bus numbers growing again. That's why we introduced the £2, a get around for £2 scheme uh, at the start of the uh, year. We've extended that all the way through to the 31st of October this year. So that's any bus routes, £2 single across Kent and across the rest of the country as well. 
and also then we've extending we're extending that all the way through from uh, November to November 2024 uh, with a flat uh, maximum £2.50 fare as well. So we really are trying to encourage people to think differently about bus uh, and get back on it, um, especially uh, at a time when people are feeling a bit squeezed. On the flip side of that, there's a lot of people in lower paid jobs who will rely on the bus and uh, I want to make sure that uh, we keep as much uh, cash in their pockets as possible, which is why we've uh, introduced a fair cap too. Kent Online reports. Four men have been arrested after police uncovered a huge cannabis farm in Ashford. Officers were called to reports of suspicious behaviour in Kings North last night. The suspects were caught trying to leave a property in Bishop's Wood. They remain in custody. Staying in Ashford and two people have been arrested and two knives seized after a stop and search. The teenagers were part of a group who were spotted acting suspiciously in the Memorial Gardens yesterday. One of the boys was released on bail. The other is charged with possessing a knife and breaching a crime prevention order. He remains in custody. Police have released CCTV images of someone they would like to speak to after an assault in Greenhithe. The victim was walking in Skylark Avenue when a bottle was thrown at him from a moving car. He fell to the floor. Two people from the car then got out and punched and kicked him. Anyone with information is urged to come forward. Video has emerged of officers from the National Crime Agency breaking down a door during a raid before arresting suspected people smugglers. The men are thought to have been involved in bringing asylum seekers across the channel in small boats. A lorry driver was also arrested in Folkestone earlier this week. You can see the footage at Kent Online. It comes as a man who came to Kent as a Syrian refugee has been telling Kent Online how rewarding it is to work with young asylum seekers. Asama Sharika managed to learn English and is now studying for a computer science degree at Canterbury Christchurch University. He's also a youth influencer for the Kent Refugee Action Network and says it's important to understand people's stories. From the way we see it on the media nowadays and the news, they put refugees and asylum seekers are just the statistics and numbers, which is like something really like irritating for us because they are human, you know, and they they are just like seeking a better life here in the UK. They are not really like seeking any benefits or like uh, being here for do nothing, just like they want to be in a safe place. They are forced to leave their countries. They are, you know, forced to do this in a long journeys. They are just normal people. In my case, uh, I came through the Syrian resettlement scheme, which was like a program that is set by the government in collaboration with the United High Commission for Refugees. And uh, when we came uh, here in the UK, I had like very basic knowledge of English and I was introduced to crime by my social worker. And I started as a student, but I loved, you know, you know the environment in Iran and I felt like this sense of belonging to Iran. Uh, and from there, like, I really wanted to, you know, to, you know, to get involved. And then and I started as a volunteer, supporting the young people in the classes. Then be, I became a trainee, then youth ambassador. And here I am, a youth influencer. My main job is, like, to work with them and build, you know, their confidence up. And it's just a great experience because I just see myself, you know, in them when I came here with no English, I needed support, I needed like someone to direct me. And I'm trying to do, you know, that role for them. They just want, you know, to seek a better life and be in a safer place. And also like for them, like not to worry about what's, what's gonna happen tomorrow. From the first moment I arrived here in the UK, uh, many opportunities have been, you know, open to me. Uh, I always dreamed of starting uh, university, but this was very difficult for me when I was in Jordan, for example. 
Uh, but since I arrived in the UK, I work hard on myself to learn English, get my GCSEs. Then, like, I applied for university to study computer science. And, you know, this achievement wouldn't have been, you know, happened if I wasn't here in the UK. He's been speaking out as we continue to mark Refugee Week. This year's theme is compassion. Kent Online reports. Nine people who attended a birthday party at a public park have fallen ill after swimming in the River Medway. The revellers went for a dip while celebrating at Teeson Country Park last weekend. They've all been suffering similar symptoms. The family have notified the Environment Agency, but they are yet to get a reply. Council bosses in Gravesend have confirmed their opposition to the new Lower Thames Crossing. They're worried about the impact the new road tunnel to Essex will have on the environment, noise levels and pollution. They've set out a list of demands if the project does go ahead, including free or discounted to travel for local residents and planting more trees. Hundreds of people have been left waiting for a refund after a festival was moved from Gillingham to London. Dream Valley was originally going to be held at the Great Lines Heritage Park, but organisers have changed the venue to London. People who bought tickets but don't want to travel that far were told they'd get their money back by the 9th of June. The event company now says it'll be processed within the next 10 days. Kent parents are among those protesting in London today as they call for a reform to special needs education. Campaigners say some pupils are being left behind because local authorities don't have the money to provide proper care. Lisa Lloyd from Aylesford has two autistic children and says the system needs to change. So we're calling for a whole reform on the SEND education system. It doesn't work as it is. Um, We're looking for the funding to be there to create more SEND schools, um, more in-between schools for the children that can't cope in mainstream but are also not severe enough for SEND, um, more satellite provisions and, more, you know, more support and more training within the mainstream provisions. Now, we're not completely unaware, you know, this money has to come from somewhere and unfortunately it does always come down to money. Um, so we want to work with the government to come up with solutions to these problems. Um, there are there's money that is being wasted in and being spent in the wrong areas. There's a huge amount of waste. Um, you even just look at tribunals um, for the EHCPs. They spend roughly, I believe, it's around fifty million a year. Um, and 90% of those cases are won in the parents' favour anyway. So it's just such a huge waste of money that could be spent towards children getting more support and being in the correct provision. So, you know, this isn't a huge fight against the government. We want to work with them and we want them to listen to the people that are in the positions that they understand where it's going wrong. Kent Online reports. Kent Police have launched a crackdown on motorists across the county who failed to wear seatbelts. It's part of a two-week campaign. 272 people were caught during the same period last year. It's a legal requirement for anyone to wear a seatbelt when you're in a vehicle which provides them. Inspector Dave Crompton says the consequences of not belting up can be as severe as drink driving. So there are four, what we call the fatal four, which um, is drink and drug driving, using mobile phone, excess speed and uh, seatbelts. So of those four, seatbelts is the only one that doesn't cause a collision, but has serious consequences in a collision. So you're twice as likely to die not wearing a seatbelt in a collision as if you were wearing it. Hence the importance that we're pushing out about wearing them. Officers are now targeting drivers breaking the law. PC Marcel Bibby explains what they're looking out for while on patrol. That um, that we're interested in, you can usually tell 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 signs. So, 
cars that are generally in poor states of repair and um, or bad driving um, or, or just you know suspicious behavior really they're, they're the sort of things we will look out for um, and just because we're on a seatbelt um, campaign shift doesn't mean to say that we'll ignore everything else if there's something else that needs dealing with we will deal with that. Council-owned toilets at a shopping centre in Maidstone have been described as disgusting and deplorable by the local MP. Helen Grant was asked to visit Mid-Kent Shopping Centre in the Allington part of town after concerns were raised by regular shoppers. It's been agreed ownership to the facilities will be passed to people who run the centre, with CCTV also due to be installed. A pub in Gravesend's getting ready to open this weekend after an intense three-week renovation. The landlady of the Prince of Orange says she's put all her money into it since taking over last month. The garden area and front bar have both had a revamp. You can see pictures at Kent Online. There's anger as someone's left graffiti over a Welcome to England sign near the port of Dover. It was spotted on the A20 last week and residents have described it as embarrassing and disrespectful. National Highways say they'll work with police to prosecute wherever possible. And a busy road in Medway is going to be closed for two weeks for work to install faster internet cables. Lower Rain and Road will be shut between Berengrave Lane and West Motney Way from next Monday. It's feared it could cause traffic chaos, especially during the morning and evening rush. Kent Online Sport. Cricket now and Kent have made it four wins in a row in the T20 Blast after beating Sussex last night. The Spitfires chased down a victory target of 169 and won with eight balls to spare. They're now fifth in the South Group table ahead of the trip to Essex tomorrow. Staying with cricket and England captain Ben Stokes says they'll continue their aggressive approach despite a two-wicket defeat to Australia in the opening match of the Ashes. He's been criticised by some for declaring in the first innings. Kent Zach Crawley is expected to open the batting again in the second game at Lord next week. That's all from us today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, you can follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. You can also get the details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.